you guys, and welcome back to yet again another episode of The Motivation Magnet. Today is Tuesday, December 22nd, and I know I said that I wasn't going to post until next week. I was going to take the week off, but you know what, guys? I missed you. Flat out it. I missed you. I wanted to come back. I missed talking to you guys, so I'm back. We're going to do another one this week, because why not? Okay, so we're going to hop right into it today. We have an awesome, awesome, awesome guest, Avery Jessup. I met this guy at the gym. I saw him. He was massive, built like an absolute unit, a tank. And I saw him like, I, I talked to everybody. I mean, I have a podcast, you guys. What do I think? But I talked to everybody. I talked to him. We started to get to know each other. I realized he has this badass job, uh, all this good stuff. And he has some incredible advice for you guys and just a great story. So I'm super excited for you guys to hear him. So here we go. Let's dive right in. Avery Jessup, let's get it. Here we go, you guys. And today we welcome on a very special guest, someone I've been looking forward to talking to for a very long time. Avery Jessup, he is big time, my friends, big time. I'm super excited for you guys to hear what he has. Avery, what's up, man? How are you, man? I'm doing well. I'm doing well. I'm glad for you to be here. Good. Yeah, me too. Definitely. This is uh, this is great. We've been a long time coming, right? Yeah, absolutely. I'm excited. So let me start it off with, tell me your story. I love hearing people's stories. How'd you get to where you are? What'd you do? All that good stuff. Yeah, yeah. So uh, been been with Nike, the Jordan brand, uh, for uh, for six years, six and a half years. Uh, so born and raised in Detroit. Um, went to uh, undergrad and graduate school. Went to Eastern Michigan, then then University of Detroit Mercy for graduate school. Fly Eagles, Fly Eagles, Fly Eagles, man. And then uh, yeah, worked for uh, worked for Domino's Pizza uh, right out of graduate school, and then that took me kind of all over the place. Uh, and then Nike, I started talking with Nike uh, back in like 2013. It took about a year and a half for me to join the company, and then finally joined the company, moved to Portland. Then got out here to Chicago, and then I'm going back to Portland actually for a new job uh, uh, coming up in February. So it's been a been a wild ride. That's awesome. Are you? I mean, you're getting bigger. No, I don't know about big. <laughs> I'm a little guy, but yeah, yeah. So I'm I'm be leading the uh, the men's division for the Jordan business. Uh, <laughs> That's pretty awesome, dude. Congratulations. Yeah. Thank you, thank you, man. So I'm really excited. That's awesome. So how did you get it? Was like Nike always like a dream job for you? Did you play sports growing up? Yeah, I played basketball, um, played a year at Eastern and then realized like, you know, this is this is probably not for me. Um, um, but always played, always loved the game. And uh, yeah, it was funny. I, I actually I was interviewed for uh, recruited for a job out in, in Shanghai. I was living in Hong Kong at the time, working with Domino's. I was overseeing wow. the Southeast Asia business and I got this, this email from this recruiter and I was like, this can't be real. Um, and literally started talking with them and the, the job that they were looking at me for was in, in Shanghai. And I was like, you know, I've been out of the U.S. for almost three years at this point. You know, I want to get back to the U.S. and establish myself. And so it took about a year and a half, but I ended up landing. So it's been kind of a pretty serendipitous. That's awesome. So I know Domino's. I went to Gabriel Shard. So Domino's is like my backyard yeah. of high school. Yeah. It was all over right there. But walk me through uh, Shanghai. I had no idea you were out in China. Like what? Yeah. What well, I was I was based I was based in Hong Kong. Yeah. And so our, so that was working with Domino's Pizza, as I was mentioning. And, and so our hub for Asia was based out of Hong Kong. Okay. And so I was overseeing the Southeast Asia business. So I spent fifty to sixty percent of my time on the road, and and spent most of my time in like you know Indonesia and Philippines and Vietnam and places like that. And I had no idea that Domino's was 
all the way out there. Yeah, yeah, they're in, I think they're in like 85 countries now or something like that. It's pretty crazy. So they had, you know, pretty expansive growth. Right. And, uh, you know, it was, I was at a point in my career where I was like, I want to do more. And uh, it was, it was interesting because, you know, you stay in an industry long enough, um, you start to be pegged as like the restaurant guy or the, or the, the, the shoes guy, or right, whatever right. the case may be. And I, restaurant industry was, was phenomenal. And I learned a lot from it, but I knew it wasn't my calling. And so um, when I got the call from Nike and how much I've, I've had a, such an affinity for sports and in the brand, it was really exciting to get that call and then kind of work my way back to that. That's super cool. I'm, I'm jealous. I think that'd be cool to like be able to go out and experience all those different countries. Like, did you have a translator with you or do you speak like 50 different languages? I w- yeah. I wish I was smart to speak those languages. No, <laughs> the funny thing is, man, they, um, uh, you know, you, English is such a universal business language. Right. And so the, the folks that I worked with, we had what we call a, a master franchisee. So if you, if you were in Indonesia, you'd sign a master franchise agreement. And so sometimes it would be private equity companies that would own the rights to Burger King and they'd have interest in Domino's. And so you would sign these master franchisees. And so my role was to help either open up the markets um, and then work with their CEO and their leadership team to help really foster and grow the business. And so a lot of times they would have someone that would come over from a McDonald's say, you know, for, you know, as an example, and, uh, they would have no understanding of how to run a Domino's pizza business in Indonesia, Malaysia, wherever the case may be. Right. And so I was that thought partner, that person that, that um, really helped them get the business underway. That's awesome. What did you study to get you into like that field? Yeah, I kind of uh, stumbled my, my whole career in life has kind of been stumbled upon because I, I, I actually was in uh, my undergrad is in psychology and okay. in industrial organizational psychology. So not really a fundamental business background, right? Um, very much. Uh, but when I was in psychology as an undergrad, I worked with a, a psychologist for four years and uh, a, a clinical psychologist, and I absolutely loved it. But I was more interested in the business side of it than I was the uh, the clinical side. So um, IO psychology was like an easy transition into the business world. And so that's kind of how I, how I got to start. That's awesome. I love that. So talk to me about the Positive Coaching Alliance. I saw that you've been there for, yeah. what, five years now? Five years. What is that? Yeah, yeah. so um, it's an interesting one now. If you think about what's happening with youth sports, right, there is a, there's a lot of pressure on kids nowadays and, you know, this aspect of, of being great so young, you know, so especially with social media and how right. it's all, you know, been a big part of it. Um, what, what's, what's happened and what we're starting to see is, is two things that are happening with obviously with digital moving the way it's moving and kids being more focused on video games and stuff like that. There's been a down, downward effect of, of kids getting out of sports and being, I guess, less active. And then sports has gotten so competitive at the, at the younger age that, um, you know, kids, they're, they're starting to, the, the, some of the research has shown that they're starting to lose like just the fun out of the aspect right. of sport. And so what Positive Coaching Alliance does is works with coaches and, and even parents and even um, a lot of schools on how do we keep the integrity of, of, of sports for kids, keep it fun, you know? And while it's still very competitive and it should be competitive, what are those tools that we can do for parents, for, for, for coaches, for athletic departments to ensure that they're giving the, uh, the kids a great experience? I think I we can that. all remember. We can all remember we had a coach, our our worst coaches and our greatest coaches, right? right? Play sports is like, 
you absolutely remember the, the really, really bad coaches and why they were bad. And you remember the really good coaches and why they were good. And so I think if you think about the good coaches, a lot of that aspect of what they brought to it was they, they still brought the element of fun. Right. I totally agree with that. I coach high school football on the cross. And my biggest thing has always been like, boys, this is supposed to be fun. Like when they're all getting down, like at the end of the day, you're going to remember your losses. You're going to remember yeah. like your, your wins, but it's going to be fun when you're out there with your boys, like having a good time. And that's what you got to remember. I love that. Absolutely, man. Definitely. definitely. That's awesome. So let's talk about Nike because I'm super excited to hear just a little bit about that. So yeah. you went from Domino's to the Jordan brand. And now I saw on your LinkedIn, did you, what were you a part of with the UCLA deal? Like, are you working oh, with college I was teams? Not, no, no, I actually was not part of that. So I won't take any credit. It was a, uh, it was our, our great sports marketing team that that, that landed that deal, okay. uh, which was really exciting. Um, but to take a step back, I actually, it was funny because I went from Domino's, I actually worked with Heinz okay. for about a little less than a year um, and then went over to, to Nike. And so funny thing is, uh, you know, I've learned patience throughout the year. So started talking with Nike. Like I said, it took almost a year and a half for me to, to, to get on board with them. And in that process, I ended up joining Heinz, which was uh, – a huge, huge learning lesson. So I moved to Singapore at that point in time, was still talking to Nike. Wow. And I just said, look, they're taking so long. You know, this right. is not worth it. I'm going to go join, join Heinz for this incredible opportunity. So I went and joined Heinz and then ended up joining uh, Nike after that. That's awesome. Uh, yeah, yeah. That's so cool. So when you're at, you're at Jordan right now, what yeah. are some of the things that you're doing? Like you said, you're about to be in charge of the, all of the men's line of Jordan. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, what? For North America. So, what does that uh, mean? Like, <laughs> it sounds yeah, intense. Well, it sounds awesome. Yeah. So, there's a lot of um, a, a lot of what we'll we'll focus on uh, as a brand. So, we have a, a men's division, a women's division, and obviously a kids division. And a, and a big portion of what we're focusing on is really obsessing the consumer. One thing that Nike is is really great about is really obsessing what who the consumer is, who are we trying to serve. And, and how do we, you know, deliver great products to them? Um, so a lot of my focus is going to be just making sure that we are delivering great products to the consumer um, and we're delivering in the marketplace in the right way. And so it's, okay. it's going to be exciting. I'm, I'm looking forward to it. That's so cool. Okay. I'm going to finish up with these last couple of questions. Okay. One, I have to ask you ever met MJ? Uh, I was with him. So yeah, I've met him. I've met him twice. Uh, That's sick. I, was, I had I to ask. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Super cool guy. I was, uh, I was in a, a little event with him and, and I uh, got to meet him. Um, so yeah, he's a super cool guy. That's unreal. I love name drops. Yeah. Drop yeah. me some more names. Like who, like, Oh my God. You met, man. I, I have, uh, I've come across a lot of, a lot of great athletes. Um, That's awesome. I, I would say that the one thing, and, and we, we've, when we were on campus back before COVID, um, uh, back at campus in Portland, you know, we'd have a lot of athletes that would come through. The cool thing about it is, you know, a lot of these, a lot of these uh, guys and girls are just, they're, they're very much normal people, right? And right. So they're not, you know, when they come on campus, you see him walking, you walk past LeBron. He's not, you know, people aren't running up to him and like, give me an autograph, give me an autograph, let me get a picture, right. let me get a selfie with you. And I think that's the element of what they love about coming to campus, uh, yeah. Nike campus is because, you know, they feel like they're at home, they can be themselves and so on. And so, I would say all the athletes, all the, and I'm not just, just blowing smoke, but all the athletes that we've met, all the entertainers that have come across, they've been all super cool and super down to earth. That's so cool. So, I mean, you're saying you just like see LeBron walking by and you just keep walking by him. Yeah. Yeah. It tends to be, a, I mean, LeBron's one where it tends to be a pretty big deal, obviously yeah. <laughs> for the right reasons, but uh, yeah, there's, there's uh, you know, we've, you see some people walking on campus, you know, athletes that we work with and, 
And uh, as much as you, you you may be a super fan to a certain extent, you've got to kind of temper it because you don't want them to feel like, oh my God, I got right. an autographs. That's Everyone still, that's so cool though. I love that. Okay. Next one. What kind of music you listen to? So I have a bunch of people that come on that are like up and coming country stars, like music performers, all that stuff. Well, like what, like, what do you listen to when you work out? Like all that stuff. Man, working out, it, it's, it's 100% hip hop, man. Okay. I, I, uh, I have to get motivated with hip hop. It's, you know, I was, I was a kid that was sneaking um, like ice cube tapes and Dr. Dre. Nice. When nice. I was past my parents to try to listen to <laughs> So uh, does not let him hear the swear words and stuff, but I, right. I am a big hip hop head. Uh, yeah, that's, that's what that's my go-to. I love that. I love that. Okay. So final question, if you had any piece of advice uh, for the people listening, what would yeah. that be? Yeah, I would say from a, from a career perspective, if that's it, there are a few things that I think are, are super important. I, you know, one, a, I would say always tell people to surround yourself with people smarter than you or better than you. I have uh, several mentors and close friends that I talk to often about, you know, challenges, stressful moments at work or just guidance. And that's been a great compass for me. I would say one B would be give back to people, communities that don't have the same opportunities that you have been afforded. Um, Absolutely. Not only is it the right thing to do, and we all should have that mentality, but it's also a major learning tool for itself. Um, so me, to me, it's like merely a combination of having mentors and, and mentees. Um, we can always learn from others and what we what we learn combined with our experiences, I feel like can always help someone else. Um, number two, I would say embrace the journey. It's, it's great to set lofty goals and I, I'm a big victim of that, but it's great to also be super motivated to get that title or job that you've always wanted, but don't lose sight of the important things that you learn uh, along that journey. Um, I read a, a really good book during these last few months called The Power of Moments. Okay. And uh, it's about uh, it's about why certain experiences have extraordinary impact. So you usually when we think of moments in our lives that have been super impactful uh, to our journey, we initially think of milestones, achievements, right, births or deaths um, or what have you. Um, what we tend to not give a lot of credit to. Um, and this book is certainly highlights that aspects of that is the journey that helped get that promotion or, or milestone that you were seeking. So um, you know, I think about athletes, you know, that, that have a, you know, certain training and regimen and discipline, right? Um, if his or her girl goal is to be a professional athlete uh, and they get there, they always remember like the signing day or draft day or, or the day they signed that big shoe deal. Right. Um, that big also, Jordan shoe deal. Yeah. <laughs> Jordan shoe deal, man. Uh, but what's also, you know, absolutely shaped our character or their character and who we are is reflecting on aspects of that journey that were really, really hard, right? So those days that you tend to forget about that were really gruesome, you know, if you're an athlete, you're training by yourself, you're in the gym three, four hours a day while everybody's out having fun on the boat, whatever the case may be. Um, Or even like in my case, you know, just in in my career, I think about, you know, certain promotions or whatever. I always try to go back and reflect on like, I remember being, you know, up till five, six in the morning and having to present at eight, eight, eight a.m. for a meeting that I was, you know, needing to get super prepared for, right? Right. So um, those are in in some ways just as impactful as the events of getting that promotion or that shoe deal that create who you are down the line. So I always think it's just impactful to like look back on your journey. I totally agree. I love that, man. This was awesome. I can't thank you enough for coming on again. Huge congratulations on the, the new job. Thank you, man. I appreciate it.
That's so fun. And then you coming back, we working out anytime soon or what? Yeah, I'm actually, I'm actually coming back uh, on, the, on Sunday. So uh, I'll make sure uh, to, 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 to ping you when I get back. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Hit me up. All right. This was right. awesome. And again, I can't thank you enough for coming on. I really appreciate it. Yeah. Thank you, man. All right. I'll see you this week. All right. See you. Huge shout out to Avery for coming on the show. And again, congratulations on the promotion, which I think is just absolutely awesome. But today, you guys, it's a short little Christmas special, Christmas edition. Uh, not going to be the world's longest episode today, but let's talk a little bit. Let's talk a little bit about things, what's going on, uh, all that good stuff. Like I've said before, if you guys don't follow the Instagram page, I highly recommend you guys do so. It's at the underscore motivation underscore magnet with another underscore because, uh, you know, Instagram, you got to find some way to, you know, keep with keep with branding, keep everything on point. But I've been posting a ton of stuff. Uh, I try to do the motivational quote every day that I find. And I found this one that I honestly just thought was awesome. And it says this, throw kindness around like confetti. If I could have added like a fuck in there somewhere, it would have been even way better. Like throw kindness around like fucking confetti. You know, like (laughs) I love that. I absolutely love that. And it's true. You know, I think we talk about it a lot and I talk about a lot of stuff a lot. Um, but we need to spread joy, spread hope, spread love, throw kindness around like confetti, you know, like we're in these times and yeah. Did anybody think we would be in this a a year ago, right? When all this shit was started up? No, but it's Christmas. Let's all take a deep breath and just relax. Okay, let's start being a little nicer to one another, right? It's tough. I get it. People have differing opinions than you. People don't agree with what you have to say, everything along those lines. I get it. You might not agree with someone. That's fine. Who cares? Okay, let's be nice to one another. It's something that we all need to do. During Christmas, I challenge you, these next couple days, we got three days till Christmas, Go out of your way to throw kindness around like confetti. And I challenge you especially to do that to someone that you may not like, you may not agree with. Maybe you've commented on their Facebook post or gotten to some worthless, meaningless debate on Facebook of all places. Because don't you guys know Facebook is where we're going to change the world on everything because everybody believes in it whatever. You know what I mean? Like we're not going to change anything by just bickering with each other back and forth there. So let's do our best to, when we're on Facebook, post something nice, post something positive, share the motivation magnet, right? That's what we need to do. Let's share some good quotes. Let's share some happy stuff. Let's share some positivity, some motivation because it's stuff we all need. All right. Five day reminders. Let's run through them. Number one, you are amazing. Number two, you can achieve anything. Three, positivity is a choice. Let's make the right choice. Four, your limitations are only in your imagination. And number five, don't settle, period. All right? I love those. I really do love those. All right, song of the day, and then what's going on with the show, what's coming up next, okay? Song of the day. Four boat. Luke Bryan. I don't know if you guys have ever listened to that one. Uh, it's not the most like upbeat song, but I think it really does put a lot of things in perspective. And I think it's super helpful, and I think we should all listen to it. And it's just got a good vibe to it. It's a good song. All right, so for Boat, Luke Bryan, 
I'm going to try and find it and somehow put it on this podcast, but we'll see. Uh, what's going on with the show? What's coming up next? Like I said, you guys, this is a short episode today. Uh, I just wanted to get everything out there, you guys. Say Merry Christmas again. I hope you're having just an absolutely wonderful, wonderful couple days and these holidays and you're being safe over Christmas and you're being safe over New Year's Eve and all that good stuff. But I'm thinking this brain is working. It's moving. It's processing. And I'm thinking that Motivation Magnet should start a TikTok. So be on the lookout for a Motivation Magnet TikTok. It could just come straight off mine. Uh, at Alex Wilder, so, but we'll see, all right, so that's the plan, you guys, and then we're going to be back, we're going to be doing motivation, we're going to be doing positive stuff, we're going to be doing happy thoughts, and like I said, if you want to come on the show, come on the show, and we'll have a good time, all right, reach out to me if you guys need anything, Uh, reach out if you want to vent, you need somebody to talk to, uh, an innocent third party, right, that's me, I'm that guy, all right, so Like I said before, I hope you have a merry, 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 merry Christmas, a lovely day, uh, and everybody's safe. You guys are the best. Thanks for listening. Love what you got, buddy, not what you ain't